You are listening to the Content Academy podcast where we teach online businesses how to create raving fans with their content. So let's get to it. Yes, how you doing folks and welcome to the Content Academy podcast. I'm Phil McGrath and today um, there's no Paul Caffrey. Unfortunately, Paul has a wee scheduling issue which meant he couldn't make today's show. But uh, I have Carissa Thompson from carissalene.com coming up later on in the show and we have a great chat um, about a number of key topics i think are really going to interest you and we look at carissa's top tips for mapping out content um, and how she guides her audience through her sales funnel two very interesting topics that i think are really going to resonate with you and give you some key ideas about mapping out your content going forward and also bearing in mind your sales funnel and how you can guide your uh, audience and prospective customers through that we also touch upon lead magnets in the show um, again it's a bit of a hot topic at the moment we know plenty of people seem to struggle with with lead magnets and uh, certainly seem to think they're more complicated than they need to be so we simplify that with carissa and talk about just how simple it can be to come up with an effective lead magnet and we also talk about tripwires we'll go into that let's see what a tripwire is and how it can work wonders for you and with our 30-day challenge in full flow between myself and paul and i get some key tips from carissa about promoting content on periscope so i can get one over on paul um, as we are pretty much a third of the way through our 30 day blogging challenge. So really plenty going on in this show, despite the fact that we're without Mr. Caffrey. But uh, without going on too much, we'll hand it over to Carissa. Yes. So as I said, I have Carissa Thompson from CarissaLenay.com on the line. Carissa, how are you? I am fantastic. So excited to be here, Phil. Thank yeah. you. And thank you for taking the time out, of course, to come on the show. As I was saying before we went live on air, unfortunately, we had a bit of a scheduling issue. So Paul is nowhere to be seen. So you're stuck with me for today. It's all good. I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> I suppose um, just before we get into the real meat of the podcast, you might just give our audience a bit of background on yourself. So where you started and uh, what you're at at the moment. Sure. Yeah, I um, I started actually back couple years ago, I had an organic smoothie and juice bar that I owned and operated myself. And um, and that's kind of where I got all the experience from and just, you know, really dove into the whole entrepreneurial thing, minus the other like 10 businesses that I tried to have make happen before then. <laughs> but it's like the first successful one, right? Um, and oh, well, so the way I look at that is the other the other 10 were also successful. They taught you what not to do. Yes, that's very good. Yes, that's it. That's, and that's perfect because that's exactly what happened. <laughs> um, and even with this business, with my previous business, my organic smoothie and juice bar, um, I ended up ha- I ended up closing the doors on that after a year and a half or so. Um, I was I was a new mommy at the time, and it was just got, it got really crazy. So, um, but even with that business, I learned so much. And I mean, I learned I think I learned more after it closed and I did while I was in the business because I, I mean really it just like opened up a new my a new set of eyes for this whole business thing um, and then after I kind of like got myself back together again and because it was a kind of a hard hit um, emotionally and, and whatnot but after I kind of got back up my feet I just really um, dug into myself, did some inner work, and kind of figured things out again. And I said, you know what? I can teach people the same things that I kind of went through. You know what I mean? I can teach people how to make this happen. And that's when I just took the plunge and I made it. And I made an um, online business, and it was kind of new to me because I didn't even with my previous business, um, I didn't really go online to do a lot of marketing or things like that. So having to go from brick and mortar and being local to online solely was a different was a different um, 
a different world. But I love it, and I teach people now on how to basically build a business, either DIY or, on a DIY budget. You know, people are out there that um, that don't really have all the thousands of dollars to spend on business and coaches and things. So I teach them how to do that without um, breaking the bank and also using simple, simple strategies to make it happen. Sounds like we're going to have a very interesting chat, so. Um, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, I'm just looking around your site here, and first and foremost, I love the look and the layout of the site. And this is something myself and Paul, we often comment on um, when we're looking at sites and stuff like that. And in fairness to all of our guests that have been on, they all have great looking sites, but I really like yours. It's very clean, very crisp, and I like the color schemes and everything else. It works really, really well. Um, Thank you so much. You're welcome. So, I mean, let's dig in a little bit. I mean, you have a lot of content on the site. Um, I can see your blog is uh, is fairly packed. It's definitely being kept up to date and, and regular. I mean, in terms of planning out your content, because let's be honest, I mean, the, the topic that you're in, the, the business coaching world is a relatively broad one. So, I mean, there's yes. any number of topics you can touch upon, which is great because you kind of look and say, well, it's so much I can do. I'm not going to yes. run out of ideas. But at the same time, having so much to do, where do you decide where you're going to focus on at any given point and how do you go about mapping that out? Well, honestly, when I it took me a while to figure that out because I was, like you said, it's a broad topic. So I was like, well, I can talk about this. I can hit on this. I can, you know, kind of just go everywhere with it. Yeah. But um, what I did was I kind of just went back to my previous business or my previous, um, you know, researching phases, you know, and I figured out, okay, what was I kind of talking, what was I kind of thinking about at that time or what did I go through? And I was just jotting things down, and over you know over some time, I, I got I, I had enough ideas to make to talk about, <laughs> um, and I take those ideas and they just kind of like my idea bank kind of thing, and, and it's not organized. <laughs> I need to do. I'm not, no, no, well, your idea bank should never be organized. The way I look at it is yeah. that's just a brain dump. That's everything on a page, and then it after is. that, then you can start to kind of sort through it and filter it. But I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's totally just like that. Um, ideas everywhere, kind of thing. But um, and then I take those ideas, or I, I or I categorize them in a, in a sense of like, okay, what is what are these ideas kind of fall under? Is this talking about or hinting at a specific, a specific topic or subject at hand or whatnot? And then based on like my you know ninety day goal or so, I um, I do like monthly things. So that's kind of where um, like for instance, this year in January February, I talked a lot about content planning. Um, which is funny because I'm on this, you know, podcast about content. Works <laughs> out well. I talk, it does. Um, so it was all about content planning, um, outlining content and mapping it out for the next 30 to 90 days. And so that's what I focus on. All my Periscope topics was about content planning. I had a challenge. I did my emails. Um, everything was about that. And so um, it, it worked out. It's much easier for me because I'm all about doing simple things, like making things as simple as possible. So it's much easier for me to talk about one thing and branching off from there than talking about like five different things um, yeah, and I mean, kind of making it, it work. It's interesting that you say, you know, you have a theme for it and you're not the only one to say that. Um, we had Erica Duran on the show recently and, uh, okay. you know, Erica said the exact same thing, you know, when it was one of the great quotes we actually pulled from her interview was that, give your content a theme and you'll never be stuck. So once you have a theme in mind for a month or two months or 90 days, whatever it might be, 
you at least you know you have a starting point so okay i want to write i want to create content okay well this is the theme for this month so straight away i already know the topic now i just need to kind of refine it and dig down a little bit and pick something specific within that topic so i really really like yes. that and i mean obviously you've just said you you'd spent you've spent kind of january february of 2016 um you know speaking to your your uh, your audience about planning out their content and all that so what kind of tips would you give them or would you give our listeners in terms of when it comes to planning out your content for a defined period? Yeah, um, so besides picking a, a monthly theme, um, what I, like in the challenge that I had everyone do was um, we did it for, we tried to make it happen for 90 days. So that's picking out not only just that 30-day theme or whatnot, but the 60, 90-day theme. Because, I mean, having to, I mean, it, this can change, of course, but going going at it, thinking about that far ahead, you know, um, it can really just make things much lighter <laughs> in our brains, in our workload, everything, because it all kind of flows together. Um, and then, of course, after you figured out those themes, then the next thing would to be um, to really determine what you like to talk about or, you know, or what you like to um, what you would like to create out of that. So are those are those monthly themes or those monthly blog posts or whatever your content delivery is, are those connected to a product? Is it connected to your services? What is it connected to that's going to bring you money? You know, because um, we don't. I mean, quite frankly, we're in business. We're not, you know, here to just not make any money. Yep. <laughs> so it all needs to. It all needs to kind of um, come center fold and 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 really um, bring back, bring your audience back to what you want them to do for you. Um, I so love that. Just just to interrupt you there, I love that yeah, straight yeah. away, and that's something we've spoke about. I've written about on the site. It's it's your content, and it's you and your audience. It's it's a part exchange. Yes. You have to get something from it. If it's free content, okay. Well, you need to get something from from your audience for that free content. So whether it's uh, you know a social like, it's a sign up to yes. your list, whatever your yes. your defined goal for that piece of content is, you need to get that from it. Your audience are getting the value you're providing within that. But then again, if it's paid content, well, yes, you're providing this value. And again, you're trying to push them along to maybe make give them the tools to make the decision that, yes, you are the person they should part, their, part with their money for. Um, mm -hmm. So I really like that you understand that. And you're, you're also teaching that, that you have to have a goal in mind that, yes, creating content is a great way of building a brand and building a following and, and being helpful and, and, you know, really helping yes. those within your community get to their goals. But at the end of the day, it is a business. And without a plan, exactly. without a plan, you've got a blog and just yes. a blog. And that's it. It's, <laughs> it's just a hobby. So I really, really like the fact that you understand that. So, I mean, obviously, you're, you're telling your, your, your clients and, and your followers that this is how you like to do it. I mean, for yourself, then, when you're mapping that out, you've gone through your brainstorming phase. You've got your theme uh -huh. all set out. How do you decide then what fits well in terms of your publication date? So you have it all mapped out, how do you then kind of map the journey for your customer from start to beginning through that theme? Oh, good one. Good question. Um, I Well, I am a fan of, um, I like to call like my sales pyramid thing, but it's sales funnels, it's, you know, profit funnels, however you want to call it. <laughs> it's all kind of the same thing. Um, but um, so I, I definitely think about that when I, I'm Creating, um, you know, my customer flow or my or, or my content. Um, I, honestly, I like to do video a lot. Um, I am not a fan of writing blog posts. <laughs> I'm just gonna kind of put that out there. But um, hey, whatever so works I'm for really, you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone's I, different. I, I, exactly. Yes. 
um, and that's another thing that I'd like to talk about too, is do what works best for you. It's going to make it easier for you to get the content out there. Um, so yeah, I, um, so that's kind of where I start at. And so it may be a Periscope video and then I, and then I talk about something or I'll lead them somewhere. You know, I tell them, Hey, go check out my, um, my programs or go check out my services or whatever it is, or opt into my challenge. And then, um, from there I kind of, I, I, um, I, I probably do another another series or talk about it again throughout the week. Um, but after they've opted in, or after they've checked out whatever I'm telling them to check out, and then it, it immediately triggers another action. So if they've gotten on my email list and now they have maybe a schedule, some scheduled emails is going to come out to them. It's going to say, hey, I know that you are interested in this topic. You should definitely, um, you know, uh, continue on you know, whatever, whatever I have going on for them or check this out, just kind of giving them more good stuff um, to keep them there. You know, cause that's what, that's what they want. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they want to be sure that be sure that you're noticing them and also to be sure that um, they can get, not only get this one, this one resource, but other resources that you have, you know, in your, in your bank. Yeah. I mean, you, um, need, you need to continue to provide value to keep them on the list to stop them hitting that unsubscribe. Yes, exactly. And I had to learn that though, because at first I didn't really understand. I thought of like email, like email, uh, emailing your, your your list as a newsletter only thing, and that and that frightened me because I didn't want to write a newsletter. <laughs> no, and most, know, most people are. And in fairness, most people are, are kind of the same. That oh, I don't really want to send a newsletter. Well, you don't have to. Yeah. It, you know, it, yes. it really doesn't have to. And I mean, um, we spoke with um jamie slutsky from simply jamie and she was saying that some weeks she won't even send out an email because she feels there's nothing of value there to say so the next week she'll send out an email and say yes. did you miss me in your inbox last week of course you did i didn't get on to you because quite frankly uh -huh. i didn't want to send you a mail just for the sake of sending you however this week i think you should really check out this like i've come across this or i've written this or what do you think of this and that i think is a great way of doing it don't feel that just because you set a precedent of sending out a mail every wednesday that you have to do it every Wednesday. Your audience are going to understand that, you know what, when I do get it, it's worth reading. Therefore, I'm going to open it every time I get it rather than going, oh, look, another email from Phil. Eh, I'm not really bothered this week or, you know, I will might might read that later. Yes, exactly. Yeah, And I think in the beginning, I felt so like I had to do this kind of thing, even though I didn't want to. And, it, and then that made me not want to create emails you know yeah, yeah. And so i was leaving that gap of, of, of like who is she again you know mm. <laughs> when i pop back into their inbox you know yeah. so was this? that's I really up for important that? to me exactly yeah well i like the fact that you've got a you you understand the the journey the customer journey from oh yeah your kind of free content opt-in list hopefully pushing towards a launch sequence then that's going to be going for a paid product i mean the fact that you've got that mapped out so i mean obviously in order to get them on your list your your, your lead magnet is of vital importance to you how did you yeah. come about deciding then what would resonate with your audience to make that such a good lead magnet See, you know, the funny thing about me is that I don't, <laughs> I, like I, said, I like to do a lot of video things. So I really, really, honestly, majority of my um, lead magnets, per se, have been uh, webinar trainings, have been, or class trainings, have been um, some type of collabor collaborative project. Um, so it hasn't necessarily been a specific lead magnet, per se. Now, I have, um, I created a course, uh, a free course. It's a it's called Five Day Biz Idea, and it's basically where you, de you de define and 
refine your business idea in five days. And so um, that was where I kind of started. And I was like, gosh, courses are a lot of work. <laughs> it took me a while to create that five-day course, right? Um, and so I was like, you know, I could really probably say the same thing um, and, and give some bullet points or a transcript of it in, 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 um, uh, in a webinar, right? And so that's kind of where I really, I really kind of shined at, and that's where I've been sticking to. Yeah, so, I mean, again, um, like it's it's repurposing content. Exactly, and, and I'm, I'm oh a big, I, I, I'm a big fan of that. As, as our listeners will know, <laughs> um, if I can if I can find any way of using something I've already done to fit another purpose, you're pretty goddamn sure I'll find it. Exactly, I'm the same way. But it's great <laughs> because makes- it's it's not even that. I mean, the fact that you're doing a, a webinar or whatever it might be, your video series, whatever whatever you're doing at that time. The fact that that provides value to your audience there and then those who have seen it live or who are watching a replay or watching your video if it's YouTube or whatever it might be. But not everyone's going to see that first time around. They're not going to see it when it's live. They're not going to see it immediately after you've posted it. So by having that even as part of your lead magnet to say, you know what, you probably missed this. Or if you saw yes. it, here's the replays if you want to go back over it along with maybe a transcript or some bullet points or a condensed version for them. Drop your name and email address, and we'll give that we'll give that to you straight away, so you can check that out. It was that good. I don't want you to miss it, and I love that because you're you're not having to sit there. And this is one of the big things that we found with clients and and uh, other people we speak to is that a lead magnet can sometimes trip people up. That they look and go, "Well, like my lead magnet has to be awesome. It has to be amazing. It has to really want to make people leave their name and email address." But if the if the content that you're creating at that time is is good. Well, then there's your lead magnet. You've already done it. It doesn't need to be sole purpose, if that makes sense. So yes. I love, I I love the really fact. I really understand that too. Yeah, I love, um, I love the I, fact that that's what you do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and repurposing content is like my thing. I love it. <laughs> well, listen, if it you're after spending the time doing it, you might as well. Yeah, so I mean, I'm glad to see I'm, I'm not the only big fan of repurposing um and i again i as i was saying i kind of love the fact that you understand that you're able to use that for your list building efforts and everything else and i mean if we could just dip in a little bit i see a blog post here on your site and it's how to conquer a a simple high converting sales funnel and i suppose for many of our listeners a sales funnel may not be something they're overly familiar with you might give us a little run through uh, how you think that should be set up and run yeah, um, so for um, a sales funnel, I mean, it can be literally however you want it to be. I mean, you, you have that, that, that power to make it happen, however you like to make it happen. Um, but uh, easy, just an easy way to kind of get started is to, one, think of, um, think of something that is value that you want to give. To your um, to your audience, so it can like we talked about earlier, it can be a, you know a webinar or a past, um, maybe even some blog posts you've kind of got together that can be a series um, or anything, and you can put it into an ebook or put it into a um, a PDF download, put it into a checklist like a a um, you know how to execute a webinar checklist or something like that. Anything that that can really be informational to them, package that up into something nice and then um, and then that's like their entryway into into your funnel right because um, they've already read your blog post so they already saw your free content now they want to now they want to opt into something so that's where they opt in into getting that getting that extra valuable uh, freebie and then from there you kind of move it up a little bit into your um, into your 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 budget friendly content so this is like those trip wires it's like seven dollars maybe nine dollars ten dollars less than 20 maybe Content that they can get that's really going to take that 
free, be to the next level. So if you did like a checklist for executing webinars, the next one could be um, on how to set it up and, and, and you know, uh, have um, create a good slide deck or whatever it is that's going to really um, put some action to what they've already already received from their freebie. Um, and then after you come after after they hit that um, after they hit that content that 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 tripwire content, you then make it um, even more a little bit. You kind of put them up a little higher. So now they get into like that more expensive content. So maybe this is like um, a package that you have or a service or something that's not too expensive, but still um, was probably a hundred or so dollars or so. Um, and this you still at the same time though you're still giving them valuable stuff and it's free so blog posts or emails or um, a video whatever it is that's free you're still getting that content across so they can still see that you're still um, you're still there with them you know you're still valuing um, your free information but also you're kind of getting them to that um, getting them to reach your your funnel a little bit higher um, and then after they just keep going until you hit that that most either expensive or that or that target that target um, program or service that you have that you want them to get inside of. So it's, it's whether it's a membership site or a product or um, your coaching services or a mastermind thing, you, that's your top tier thing. So everything that you do below that is getting them to that one point. Um, and then ideally it's nice to have just one point, but I don't know, it's, 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 especially as you're starting off because you don't want to confuse your audience or confuse yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so getting them to that one point and making things happen um, from there really it makes it makes it effortless. You know what I mean? They they know exactly where they're going. They know their journey, and you know where you're leading them to. So it makes it really really easy, um, and simple for you and them. Excellent stuff. And I mean, in terms of uh, delivering this content, uh, it's obviously going to be like a digital download and stuff. Is there any major resources that you're using at the moment that uh, you think our audience should check out if they are considering digital downloads? Oh yeah, uh, I think uh, if you're if you don't if you're okay with like a a monthly payment option thing, DPD as in dog, panda, dog, uh, yep. dog. <laughs> it's a really, really good one. Um, it's like $10 a month, but you can, I mean, this, you can do whatever you want from there. I mean, you can have a, a affiliates on there as well. Um, you can do uh, any type of downloads. I mean, you don't have to pay anything extra. It's just $10 per month. It's really simple. Um, I know one that I still use too is Gumroad. It's another option as oh, well. Oh, yeah. I, I played around with that a couple of years ago. Um, yeah. I'd say I didn't particularly like it. No, it had only launched, um, well, relaunched, I think, when I'd started playing around with it. I know they've added a lot more services to it since. Um, but I ended up, I think I ended up going with eJunkie um, at the yeah, time. Yeah, that's I knew, another I, knew, I used eJunkie instead of that. But uh, yeah, both very, very good um, good resources to use. And uh, a quick, I want to say this real yeah, quick, Phil, if you don't mind. Go a ahead. A quick little hack. If you're like in MailChimp, or even ConvertKit um, or something like that. I'm not sure about the other platforms, but those are the two that I've used. Um, you can just literally upload your stuff to MailChimp or ConvertKit and have it have it delivered that way. So if you don't have if you don't want to pay for that delivery, you know, or whatever it is, mm. um, especially if it's if it's if it's free, of course, um, then you can you can just do it that way, and then that way you don't have to kind of worry about managing it or housing it somewhere else and having to pay for it every month. That's a little hack. <laughs> Excellent. We love little hacks. We most certainly do. Anything to make life a little bit easier. Um, and yes. I, having spoke about some of the, the blog topics you have going on here, um, one of the big things I always like to speak to our guests about because it's something that kind of irks me is um, people's um, kind of predisposition to closing the computer once the article's written. 
um, rather than the oh, promotion yeah. strategy. Um, I really, I kind of, it angers me because I speak to people and they've created great content and say, well, no one's really reading it. And I'm like, they're like, it's really good. And I'm like, yeah, I agree with you. It's really good. But what have you done? How have you told people it's there? Oh, well, yeah. uh, you know, I, I stuck it on Facebook and um, I sent out a tweet. <laughs> well done. There's exactly. your problem. So, I mean, what's your promotional strategy look like for for one of your blog posts or a video series that you're doing? How do you best like yeah. to promote that? Well, I definitely get better at this because I know <laughs> I know sometimes it kind of gets all, all out of whack. But um, definitely, though, what I always do is I make sure that I have tweets out because um, – that I mean, tweets go by so fast. You know, you don't always catch them. So I definitely um, at least try to tweet it out um, two times per day, depending on the promotional, like how quick I need to do it. Maybe more hmm. than that. Yeah. Um, two times per day for up to two weeks. And I actually learned that from um, CoSchedule. That, yeah. The, great the, piece um, of kit. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's really they have their own blog there as well too, and they mentioned that I was like, huh, that makes that makes sense. Like, why you know why how can someone that you're following that has thousands of followers, you know, always see your content? You know what I mean? You've so got yeah, you've got a bank on them seeing it, and also being on Twitter when you exactly. decide to go out. So it's a bit like Lane Kennedy was on the show as well, and Lane said that what she actually does is, um, for the first day uh, an article goes live, she'll have it ready to tweet seven or eight times that day. Yes, and I was going to mention that too because uh, on the first day I always tweeted a lot more than I do throughout the rest of the, those two weeks. So yes, that's that's something that's a really good a really good tip. <laughs> um, but also I get inside of like Facebook groups and I'll and I'll try to find a way to mention that or or share that that way. Um, but I but I you know I also recommend to not do too much. You know, so do what's really what you're comfortable with. I happen to have a like community on Facebook, so I get on I get in there as well too. So hmm. make it make it work for you. Absolutely. Um, but I, um, Periscope is another thing that I, that I love to do. So I have a community there too. So I talk about it there. I may, if I have like a top 10 thing list, I maybe talk about the t three of those, you know, and I break it up throughout the, throughout the week. So I'm always hinting back at it. You know, I'm always yeah. talking about it, even though I'm not directly talking about it. <laughs> I know what you mean. Well, this actually, here you go. I can pick your brains a little bit. I mean, because Paul's not here, this makes it all the more interesting. <laughs> so myself and Paul, um, are setting out we've we've set ourselves a little challenge for the month of april 2016 and it's a blogging and social media month for us and what we're doing is we have a challenge so paul's going to be writing about blogging i'm going to write about social media and we're going to see who can get the most traffic and we have a little forfeit uh, which I, I won't go into at the moment um so i'm eager to win this but what we've also we're also going to keep a video diary just for ourselves as well so we can track everything but we're everything every article we put out we're going to do a little periscope for as well that we can then repurpose because that's what we want to do we're going to repurpose that we can pop it out on youtube and everything else and maybe attach it to our list so i'm going to hit periscope and i haven't done any periscoping i've been on periscope watching loads of people's periscopes like chris ducker pat flynn um and many yeah. many more and i love ducker scope so i kind of do check those out as well me too. um <laughs> so what tips would you give me starting out now when i want to use periscope to start promoting some of the blog content that i'm going to be writing because i'm not going to promote paul's because we don't want him to get as much traffic <laughs> <laughs> of course no, Periscope is so fantastic. I love it. Um, you've already been in the in the community as far as like just being a a listener and a commenter. So that's great. You know, that's that's usually my first tip is to get in there and like comment and follow people and and build up your followers. Because honestly, if you're in there commenting on people's um, other people's scopes, you're gonna eventually start seeing followers coming coming back to you. 
uh, people going to actually check you out just from being in there, being active. So that's my first tip to anyone listening. Um, but beyond that, um, I definitely would recommend to think about like those that, you know, take your blog post and kind of like truncate it into like three to five tips. I wouldn't do too much more than that unless you really want to be on there for an hour. <laughs> well, but, the, the way I go, sometimes I never know when to stop it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get, I get on, I get on podcasts like this or, you know, we've been doing some radio slots and I'm kind of getting the signal through the window in the studio going, yeah, wrap it up there, will you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's another thing because I like to talk too a lot of times and I like to like really elaborate on things. And so I think um, when I, when I, when I go into it and I don't have a, a semi outline kind of thing or like, like my top three, four bullets, then I, I get all over the place. <laughs> yeah. um, and so how long do you I'm, think will be ideal? How long do you generally like now, to spend? When I first started out, I did five minutes because I just really wanted to get a feel of it. You know, yeah, I really yeah. wanted to get um, to one to just do it, <laughs> and two, I didn't want to waste everybody's time with thirty minute scopes. But now I do thirty minute, twenty minute scopes, and that's well, I'm kind of like inching up to my hundred scope now. So it's like uh, you know, I, I love it now. I'm used to it now. So if depending on how you are on camera or how you are comfortable with responding to people's comments and getting feedback and kind of interacting with people, um, start off with just five minutes. Get out there, say what you do, give that spill, and, and, and thank everybody for coming on and get back off. Excellent and that also stuff. depends on if you have uh, commentary in there, right? Because the, the more commentary you have, the more you may um, be inclined to respond. Yeah. So, um, you definitely want to, you know, keep an eye on that too, and be able to be there too to ask people's questions. That's a big thing. If a person's not in the scope, or the person that's um, the scoper, <laughs> if they're not actually interacting with their audience, then I am likely not to, not going to be there to stay because I feel like I'm not. It's, it's not in my place too, right? You're just there to kind of just give, give, give. Yeah, I might as well just watch the video on YouTube. Right? Exactly, exactly. So. That's another tip. Be, be sure that you're there for your audience as well, too. So, yeah, if you have five minutes, take it and knock it out. And then as you feel more comfortable, as you start, you know, really getting um, the hang of everything, get in there longer. Because people, I mean, even though it may seem like people may not be there for the long run, they enjoy 20-minute, 30-minute topics on something that they can resonate with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, if it's if the content is enjoyable, they're going to hang around them. I don't think I'll have a problem with the, the comfortability patterns. I think I'll be good. Oh, good. It's not, some, I not something I suffer with, um, thankfully. Uh, so I shouldn't have any issues there. And I mean, in terms of kit, do you use anything? Because I know I've been looking and a lot of people use lenses and they have lapel mics and stuff like that. Is there anything you use on Swearboy or do you just very much plug in a headset and go for it? Yeah, I definitely, I, now sometimes I do a lapel mic, and that's only if I remember to get it. <laughs> um, so it's, honestly, I don't do anything fancy because I think the more I think about it, the longer I will actually take to make it happen. <laughs> yeah. So I honestly just get content down and I, and I go for it. Also, I have a little guy that stays home with me. Um, he, you probably heard him in the background, <laughs> but, um, he, um, you know, I have to kind of gauge my time with him too so if i'm if i'm trying to figure everything out kind of beforehand you know i i i, I always too much time yeah so i'm yeah. just like get get my outline together and go for it um but one thing though that i thought about since you are competing with uh, i don't know if you want to mention this um because you obviously want to win this <laughs> competition yeah well, but I'll, I'll, go on. <laughs> it'll be nice like to know that you are competing though because they may be up the ranks a little bit right they maybe give you more shares more hearts more whatever more love oh then, so, it, be then it becomes a popularity contest <laughs> yeah yeah right <laughs> it's not, it, but, it won't be about the content anymore 
Well, even if you hint it to them and maybe give them that call to action to go towards the content, yeah. they'll maybe be more inclined to. Because now they're like, oh, I have to, I came here because um, Phil recommended me to, and I love this piece of content kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, maybe even just hinting to it and give them something to do when they get there. Oh, absolutely. All about a call to action somewhere along the line. Otherwise, what is the point? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Listen, we're getting on for time and I'm very thankful for you coming on the show. But before I let you go, I have to ask you, I'm looking at Spark to launch here um, and it's really piqued my interest. Can you tell me a little bit about what you have going on there? Yeah, Spark to launch. Uh, I'm so excited about this. Um, it's launching in April 2016. Um, so hopefully by the time this goes live, uh, it, should yes. be, it should be up and running. We, <laughs> we're, uh, we're uh, what are we, we're the 28th of March now, so hopefully this will be going live in the not too distant future. Uh, yes, Paul, yes. Paul took three weeks off to go to Brazil, so it's really cut into our uh, recording, our back catalogue, as it were. But uh, okay. we're, we're still we're still ahead of ourselves, thankfully. It's good. <laughs> That's good. Hopefully, he's doing good in Brazil. <laughs> um, but yeah, Sparks Launch is a business building program. Pretty much, I'm taking you from um, developing that that idea all the way through launching your business. Um, and it's kind of broken up into like four sections: the sizzle, uh, the spark, the sizzle, the leap, and the launch. That's kind of how I how I framed it. Um, and I have guest experts coming on there. They're going to give their um, trainings on their their expertise. So from um, a branding perspective, from a launch, a course, a course launch um, strategist, from um, I mean Facebook ads, SEO experts. I mean all over the place, right? It's and it's really going to be focused in on um, per week. It's going to be actionable lessons. So you're not going to be bombarded with too much to, to take in, right? It's going to be exactly what you need to know to get that lesson down down for the week and be ready for next week's lesson. Um, along with that. Yeah, podcast is going to be there. It's going to be inspirational to kind of keep you moving because I know we get stuck sometimes. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big <laughs> thing. We need that. Yeah, sometimes you just, yeah, you yeah, just yeah, feel yeah. like you're spinning your spinning your wheels a little bit. And I mean, and, and exactly. I'm, I'm looking at this. Uh, okay, if I take the course out of it, okay, actually what uh -huh. the course is about and just look at um, the page you have set up here, your Spark to Launch page on your site. It's very, very good. Anyone looking at doing a launch or creating a long-form sales page, go and check out sparktolaunch.co and, and see exactly what's been done here because it's really, really good. If you're just looking, even just looking for a template or something to get an idea of what a long-form sales page should look like, this is very, very good. Well, thank you so much. That really makes me um, excited because <laughs> it, sometimes you just never know if it's working. <laughs> yeah, listen, it's hard to tell, and you know. Um, but I've seen enough of them at this stage <laughs> to see some really oh, yeah. cringeworthy stuff. Um, and I mean, looking at it as well, it's it's broken down very nicely. But I mean, I'm looking at this from a point of view where I've been doing this an awful long time and even I'm intrigued by what, you, what you've got going on there. So I can only imagine that for someone who's maybe new to this online world or maybe who's been up and running a little while, who's, who just needs more guidance and a, a more accountability exactly. as well, because that's a huge thing. Um, this could be yes. very, very, very helpful. Um, so I wish you the best of luck at that. And uh, I think we'll have to check back in with you maybe in a, in a little while to see how that's going for you. And uh, yeah, how 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 you how it's how it's working out for some of your members as well. How what the success rate's been like, and how they've been how they've been progressing along the way. Um, yeah. I have two questions left for you, and these are two we generally ask most of our guests. Um, okay. obviously, 
you're really killing it with your content. I really like what you're doing over there. But who else has caught your eye that you whose content you kind of religiously read or watch or? Ooh. Um, okay, so one is Pro Blogger. Uh, he it's funny. He did a, a thirty day um, like challenge podcast thing that I, I was so involved in that. Like I, I loved it. It was so like. Here's you know here's what to do how to do it why I did it and go make it happen every day you know and his stuff is really good I mean it's just really really good so pro blogger um, Darren Rose is his name he's great um, no, I follow I follow Darren as well he's very very good and he's been doing it an awful long time oh yeah 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 for sure um, who else do I really love okay so this is um, a lady her name is Erica Madden and she's from Olivia.co. Um, she's, she's like, her content is just so well, like just thorough, just, just really full of good stuff. Um, and it's, it's really more, um, uh, from the aspect of entrepreneurship from the customer point of view. So how to be, uh, be, you know, how to create a delightful customer experience and things like that. And how just be, how just to be remarkable in your customer service journey. So that's a really, really good one as well um and that i always would go back to if i ever need to refresh my memory on that you know or just up my game a little bit excellent and i'll make sure to have those names in the show notes for anyone who wants to check them out i always like to ask our guests because you know you need a different perspective on what different people are doing and you know certain people yes. that i follow you may not have heard of and vice versa so we always like to kind of share that out with our audience to give them some new people to go and get a look at and finally carissa before i let you go if anyone wanted to reach out and get you on social media just to say thanks very much for sharing your insights with us today uh, where can they get a hold of you yeah well i am um i'm at carissa Lene on twitter on um Somebody there <laughs> on Twitter on um, actually Periscope has not changed my name and it's been so long. So on Periscope, I'm um, Latte Coles. I know you guys, that's a totally opposite name from what, <laughs> from what I am, but it's Latte Coles with the S at the end. And I'm there on Periscope all the time. YouTube, Carissa, you can just Google my name there. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm that's pretty much where I like to spend my time at. <laughs> Twitter, uh, Periscope, and um. YouTube. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, listen, I'll make sure to have a link to uh, to your Twitter in the show notes there so people can drop you a tweet and say thanks very much. Yeah, awesome. Um, it's been a real blast. Thank you very much again for coming on the show. Sorry Paul couldn't join us. He sends his apologies, but uh, his loss because I now have some great insight into how I'm going to beat him in our 30-day challenge. Exactly. <laughs> he has to come with it now. He, yeah, he's, he's going to have to bring behind. his A game. Trust me. He was already behind before we started. Now he's really struggling. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Phil. It was, a, it was a pleasure being on here today. Thank you very much, Chris. I have a great day. We'll chat to you again soon. You too as well. Bye-bye. <laughs> Yes, so that was Carissa Thompson from carissalene.com. Some really great stuff in there. I mean, just tipping on some of the points that we talked about. One of the big things I, I took away from this um, and looking back at the, the show as well, um, quite a number of times uh, Carissa mentioned that she likes to keep things simple, make them as simple as possible and do the stuff that she's comfortable with, which just goes to show that you don't necessarily have to kill yourself and complicate things to have a successful online business and create good content that your audience are going to love so in terms of that i really love the fact that she's recognized that has simplified her process and is able to figure out what's working well and just do more of it so i suppose a bit of the 80 20 principle kicking in there and in terms of mapping out our content again some really really great 
tips from Carissa there, the fact that she knows where the end goal is for her uh, her prospective clients and customers. So she maps it backwards in terms of looking at what's coming um, at the end of it and then working her way back through the content to see how it all kind of fits in, which is a really great tip for people who are perhaps struggling to uh, come up with a pathway through their content. Start with the end in mind and then work your way backwards and you'll be able to map out some clear guide guidelines that you can kind of put your audience through and show them where they can go and get more information as you get closer and closer to the end goal um, and the same then for a sales funnel i mean again once she has her end goal in mind she's able to map out the funnel in terms of what her audience is going to get how often they're going to get it and what the call to actions in there are going to be and it's really a great way to look at your content and your sales funnel to link them all in together with an end goal in mind which will obviously be a purchase of some sort as we said in the podcast you know it is a business we are in it to make money um and one of the quotes i have from carissa from the show was you know what is what's connected to that what's going to bring you money and that goes for your content so when you're looking at your content you need to map it out that way and see how it is um so some really great stuff and i think it was probably a little bit understated in the show but certainly something you should pay attention to um in terms of the lead magnet again we spoke about that on the show not the first time we've spoke to our guests about lead magnets and with this again just how simple it can be that it can be a recording of a webinar that you've already done it can your lead magnet can actually be repurposed content it doesn't have to be fresh and brand new out of the box if you've done something you feel your audience will get value from there is no harm in having it there like a webinar or even a periscope you know that really went well and saying hey guys recorded this uh, periscope or webinar there was some really great stuff in it i don't want you to miss out here's roughly what it was about to get a copy of that recording just leave your name and email address and it's that simple and very easily to easy to do and then we kind of moved it on and we spoke about a tripwire and this is basically um as carissa puts it it's a it's a cheap win for them and you it's a it is a sale and um, 10 20 she says where basically you're kind of putting your prospective clients or or um customers now into a customer category where you've given them some value they've bought a small product for you and they go further along your sales funnel maybe going to your ultimate end goal which might be a larger product or a higher price point product or your your, uh, your flagship product that you really want to push them towards so really great piece of advice there and having a, a tripwire um in order to establish who are your who are your paying customers um, and how you can fo- then focus on them to lead them on to your flagship product which is you know obviously going to bring in more revenue to you and your business so some really really great stuff in there from carissa Um, really grateful to her for coming on the show Um, we'll leave it there for today don't forget if you want to get any of today's show notes you can go to content.academy forward slash episode 20 for all of today's show notes and uh, the 30 day challenge as i said is uh, in full swing we're 10 days in it's going right really really well actually day 11 should i say this is what happens uh when you're recording in advance but uh day 11 we are now in the 30 day challenge going really well we've had 10 great articles from myself and paul go up onto the site along with um some periscopes that are going out if you've missed any of those you can check them out on our youtube channel um but i would suggest you go and check out what we're talking about some interesting topics that we've written about already paul has also showed you how to uh how you can get a million page views on your blog posts and i've been looking at ways to promote content using twitter and of course um periscope 
and I've even spoken about Facebook instant articles, which could be good news to your wallet. So head on over to content.academy forward slash blog to check all those out. But until next time, folks, thank you very much for stopping by. I'm going to chat to you again soon.